Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, it's time for Customer Experience Radio. Brought to you by Heineken Company, real estate advisors specialized in corporate relocation. Now, here's your host, Jill Heineck. Welcome, everyone, to this very special edition of Customer Experience Radio. I'm your host, Jill Heineck. I'm a business owner, real estate advisor, and customer experience enthusiast. Today, we are airing live from my home. <laughs> what an insane time we're living in. It just, it just seems so surreal. As most of you know, I run a boutique real estate group specializing in corporate relocation. And trust me when I tell you, practicing responsible social distancing while listing and showing homes to relocating families has been just the challenge needed to take our customer experience strategies up a little bit of a notch here. So think about it. The ultimate customer-facing job, helping people make giant investments, now we're doing this virtually. (laughs) So many of us are having to get creative and perhaps unconventional to meet our customers and clients where they are, at home, but still with needs and requirements. And here is where we are poised to exceed expectations. So I am so excited to have Katie Cyphers on with us this morning, remotely, of course, as hers will be the first company in education showcased here on the show. Her company, Academics Plus, is based here in the Buckhead community, consults with families to help parents identify the best school environment for their children across the Atlanta metro area. Her service is invaluable to companies attracting talent, as well as the families themselves. We also have Ashley Stamoulis, mom of three in three different schools and a former client of Katie's, who will be able to give us some insight with her experience working with Katie and her team. She's also the owner of Southern Girl, which provides corporate welcome boxes and gifts. So welcome to both of you, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. So, Katie, let's start with you. Let's tell us a little bit about yourself and the company and how you got here. Yeah, absolutely. Academics Plus started out as a learning center, but we've really been around for over a decade serving families and helping parents find the best school fit for their children. We now are really specialists as a result in helping families to relocate to the Atlanta area. I'm thinking right now, I think as I'm in my own virtual world over here with my dog next to me and we're having to really transition. And I love how you started the show by saying that families are having to, you know, your FaceTime, uh, your FaceTiming as you're showing properties, et cetera. We're all transitioning. So Academics Plus is an education group that specializes in school search and in helping parents to make the best educational decisions for their children. I met Ashley years ago whenever she had a child that we were helping to serve in our learning center. And I think that her family is not unique in that, you know, each of her children are very different and they are all wonderful and have amazing attributes, but they require different learning techniques and different things to help make their, you know, learning the really the best experience. And so Ashley, I'm going to let you kind of jump in and tell it, you know, tell them a little bit about how we first connected. Well, I'm going to go ahead and brag and say I was your first client or my daughter was your first client. I'm not sure if that's completely accurate, but I like the way that sounds. Um, I met Katie when she first purchased the business back from from her mom's former partner. It was a really cool story. But I was there with my daughter and she's my oldest of my three kids. And like Katie said, everybody's got, you know, something different that they're working on in the education arena. My kids are all at different schools and this beautiful, precious butterfly of mine 
really needed some extra help. Um, she was a preemie and she was at that time at the Atlanta speech school. And we just found that we were not reaching her potential, that we weren't getting um, her where she needed to be, especially around math. Of course, I raised my hand and say it was probably 90% genetic from her mother, but we came in on bended knee to Katie and just immediately felt so welcome in her environment. I mean, at that point, I have to tell you, ladies, I had been everywhere. I knocked on every door in Atlanta um, from OT, PT, you know, educational psychologists, all the different types of things. And just, you know, throwing paint at the wall as you do with that first child, you know, trying everything. And Katie's environment, Katie's touch, Katie's embrace when we first walked in, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it was like the angels all in the background. I mean, it felt like we are where we need to be from just from from that touch standpoint, you know, felt so embraced and like everything was going to be okay. Very clear about what our ex- her expectations were of us and what our expectations could be of her, you know, brought her probably a six inch three ring binder full of all kinds of data and testing. And she did not shy away from that. I think we sat down, <laughs> flipped through the whole thing on that first meeting. But, you know, that's a really interesting experience when you have been a mom, which is so highly emotionally charged, right? When you are a mom and then you are sort of out of your depth with something, you know, I always make the joke that I can make the best grilled cheese in town and I can change a diaper with my eyes closed, but I couldn't help my child. Um, and having someone make me feel like, Hey, that's great. That's no problem because I got that. You go make that grilled cheese. You know, you go do whatever it is that you need to do as a mom and we're, we're going to take it from here. That level of customer service at the time, I wouldn't even have felt that that was the right phraseology. I think that's what it was, but it felt more like extreme professionalism and kindness sort of going. And she was also taking care of you. And so you felt cared for, for which obviously takes the experience working with her um, to the next level. That's right. That's right. She immediately went to the top of the Christmas card list and gift list. I was like, what do you need? What do you want? What can I buy you? You want a pony? You got a pony. I mean, it was, um, yeah, for sure. And, you know, and, and people don't have to be that way. Nine times out of 10, when you go in, I think people who are in their fear of how they help your child, especially let's talk about children because that's, that's sort of what Katie does um, every day. They are, they can be really good at that service that they're going to provide as far as technically, right? But not everybody has that high touch also at the same time. Um, right. And it's, it's a very unique thing. It's like lightning in a bottle. It's magic. And when you find somebody like that, you want to hold them by the ankles and not let go. So here we are now. My child is a senior. <laughs> She's no wow. longer at Katie's care. And I'm still we're still constantly in contact. I mean, she's one of my best friends and I feel so, so lucky. And I know that, um, you know, I'm not saying that everybody has to be best friends with Katie because she didn't have room. She's got me, but she is so good (laughs) with, uh, with that. And I think, well, that isn't that just the test, right? Like the, the minute that her services were over to our family, she was still a part of our life and we, you know, a big part of our life. So I can keep going. You better shut me up and move on to the next topic. You know, I think that Ashley's not unique, though, in that finding the right school environment, and especially in a city like Atlanta, where the options are overwhelming, and there are so many different things that each child might need, um, and, you know, different offerings and curriculums and tools, and 
that's not unique to to just Ashley's family or to her sweet Caroline, who she did not brag on. But yes, she is headed off to school and she got into her top school. And we hope that she gets to start school in the fall due to all this coronavirus. Right. It's a new thing. Oh, we're, we're hoping that everyone gets to go back to normal start in the fall. But what we realized is that Ashley is like many other families. She needs to have someone listen to her child's unique needs, that six-inch binder. She's not the first, and she definitely was not the mom with the most paperwork. Six inches sounds like a lot. You should see the Dropbox files that we get nowadays. They can go back to preschool, (laughs) to these early preemie days and give us every report from the NICU. Um, Or just, you know, the report cards when a family's relocating to Atlanta. I opened up one family's um, file yesterday and, you know, received all of their reading scores, their ERB results. Um, you know, their psychological evaluations, uh, teachers report, that takes a lot of insight to go through. And you do have to do it in a careful manner. And, you know, for us, we consider ourselves education experts, because we did own a learning center before we started the school search and relocation process. And so we really understand what children need. We take time to get to know the child. You know, now we are getting to do all of that virtually, but that's not something new for us. Because we've always helped families, whether they're in California, we've had a family from China relocate to Atlanta that we've had to assist virtually. Jill, I know you are an expert in relocation, and so I'm sure that's not new to you either. Virtual is not really new to our world. Um, not really. I mean, this part, the consulting part, is not the new part. It's, you know, for my piece of it is when, they, when they've actually spoken to you, they've figured out what schools that they are um, going to hone in on, and then the actual seeing the the homes that are in those school districts that they're looking at or in the vicinity of the school that they want to be near, um, that's the challenge for us. Um, of course, we're, we're making those adjustments where we see fit. But what I really wanted to um, make sure that we talk about, um, Katie, for you is when you're talking to these relocating families specifically from China or from the other side of the country, um, how are you... I mean, what is the first, what's the first part of your process when you're trying to kind of unpeel the onion, so to speak? Absolutely. The first step of our process is really getting to know the family and their unique goals. Every family has a list of non-negotiables. And it's really not in the beginning that people even realize they have these non-negotiables. It might be that, you know, religion is an important aspect in their school choice. It may be that they're actually opposed to that. And then you're moving into the, you know, into the South where we do have more schools that have um, a faith-based orientation. And so mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we take everything into consideration. I had it one family that they had a child that's an expert in ice hockey. He's very good at ice hockey. Sorry, I'm getting a beat because now we're doing this from home and I'm going to decline that. <laughs> but the you know, he's in ice hockey and you have to make sure that everything is taken into consideration. We have a lot of families where, um, you know, the, they might have specific learning needs that need to be assessed and they need a certain curriculum or a certain methods such as Orton-Gillingham um, in order to make sure that the child adapts to this new learning. And so our first step is we collect a submission form that gives a list of all the students' interests, what are their unique needs, what are their challenges, um, what are their family's non-negotiables? What are the things that really, at the end of the day, if they think of a successful relocation, what does that look like? And so we start by collecting that information. And then we set up a time 
we do a learning checkup on the child. And so each child is assessed virtually and we figure out what are their reading scores? What are their math scores? And how are they processing information cognitively? This helps us to match with the right curriculum. I love that. And I love that. And so then once the, once you have an idea um, of, you know, where the child is at, are you then um, having another, you're having another consult obviously with the parents and then trying to get an idea of, you know, which direction they're going to go in and it's going to be based on all those results. Plus, is there anything else, any other um, factors that are, you're considering when you're looking at schools for kids? Absolutely. I think in Atlanta, especially geography comes into play immediately. And I always try to encourage my families to really look at the map. We start, we have a six foot by six foot map in our office and we're able to put that on the wall or we put it up on the screen and we start with, okay, let's put an X where mom is working. Let's put an X where dad is working. Let's put an X where child is going to be attending their activities. Let's make sure that we really take geography into consideration. As we all know, the first thing when people say, I'm moving to Atlanta, the response that they get is, why would you want to enter into that traffic? (laughs) So we try to take that at geography, the number one play. But then from there, it is really navigating the different school options. The next question is always, of course, is it public or private school? What are we, you know, what are our opportunities there? Um, and so then that helps to narrow the focus. By the time you have all these X's on the board, you've then really put a, you know, a special pocket um, and mapped out a concise area where you can start your school search. And then we look at their different hobbies, their talents, their school needs and curriculum and start to narrow down the process. You'll be surprised that by being strategic, the list of school applications that our families send out are very minimal. I'll say that the majority of my families apply to less than three schools. In fact, I'll say 90% of my families this year um, had only two schools on their list. Um, Occasionally, we'd put a backup option, even though Atlanta is a very competitive landscape, by being strategic and making sure that we're always ensuring the child has the right, um, you know, we have the right plan in place. We don't have to send out 50 applications or, you know, in some, in Atlanta, it'd be about six applications. I see a lot of parents just throwing darts and, you know, hoping they land somewhere. We don't want to do that. We want to be strategic with our families and really take all their this needs This is exactly, this is exactly why um, I like working with you and partnering with you because that is exactly how we have to do this, particularly when you're working with relocating families who are not from the South or not from the Atlanta metro area. Um, and they, they are literally throwing a dart at the wall to see where it lands. And so I think starting, uh, starting with you, um, it really does help me serve the client much, much better um, once they have a real good feel for um, what the school opportunities are in those geographic areas. Um, What I'm finding more and more, and I don't know if you're hearing this as well, but um, we're hearing that while schools are the priority for most families relocating, um, they also try to put commute up there as a priority. And what we see more and more is that the commute gets pushed down and pushed down and pushed down. So from a geographic perspective, it's all about the school. And then it seems like the parents will just work around the school. Are you seeing that? 
we are seeing that. I have to admit that I enjoyed my quality of life. And I do, I am one of those blessed people to have a short commute. And so I, you know, I feel that our role is to make sure that parents truly understand what they're signing up for. So that, you know, especially, you know, Jill, I think one of the reasons that you get so many referrals and relocation is because you make sure that the entire family is taken care of. And you're very honest with your clients. I hear you often say, I'm not going to, you know, that's, that's not the right client for me, but, but it's because you always want to make sure it's the best fit and that you serve them well. And I so admire that about you. Um, and I think we're in the same boat. Whenever parents are deciding, on, you know, I had a family recently that was looking at schools that are 30 miles north here. And then we're looking at a bus that could take them an hour a day. And I finally said, we have to stop and look at the timetable and look at the schedule. Do you want to be at the child soccer game? You've said that's your favorite thing to do. You're going to miss out on that opportunity. And so we do have to kind of help them to be strategic. And we know that not every family can live in the heart of Buckhead. That is, we would be silly to think that that was the case. But we can make sure to be strategic on where we put each person, meaning and where we put, you know, which school we select for each child so that it gives mom and dad a chance to be involved in their lives. And to have that opportunity, because sometimes even if it's the best school in the world, it might not be the best fit for your family. And that's okay. Right. No, I, and I so appreciate that. And, um, which will bring me to another question, um, regarding, and I don't know, since you've been working in this fashion for so long, you've worked in, you know, you're doing your evaluations virtually, and this has really been your model. Um, is there anything particularly different about what you're doing? you know, over like, let's say these last three, four, five weeks um, to, are you changing? Have you changed the way you do things at all? Is there anything that you've been implementing or um, something different that is happening in your service as a result of us being in quarantine? Absolutely. You know, Jill, it's interesting. I actually think this is the most exciting time for entrepreneurs and for businesses. I think this is a chance for us to really shine as leaders, for us to think about what the customer truly needs. You know, we're in educational consulting. It is often, you know, mental health is something that we work with on a daily basis. We have a lot of feelings and emotion when you're dealing with children. That's the number one player. One thing that we have had to do, you know, you heard us start by saying, I'm a, you know, we're a learning center, but we're also education experts in the school search process. We've had a lot of families that have contacted us and say, this homeschooling is not working for us. We need your help. Uh-huh. And these are families that may have just moved to Atlanta and started the school of their dreams that they loved for the first two months, but they did a transition in January. Right. We've picked up on back on those families. And actually, I've been impressed by the corporations that have contacted us and say, will you please continue to take care of this family? They just relocated here, but they're trying to remote work and it's not working. So we have a unique homeschool model. Um, and so we're offering packages for students to receive face-to-face direct instruction. We have students as young as five years old logging on to Zoom each day and receiving a one-to-one live in-your-face teacher instruction. It's interesting how many schools, you know, private schools, and Ashley can probably speak to this, are having a lot of the direct instruction from teachers. A lot of the public schools have not been given the go-ahead to do a live call with the class because of security reason, reasons. And I'm sure there are many things that come into play with that. But there are a lot of kids, whether they're special needs, whether they're regular education, that are kind of left behind and are given an at-home packet. 
and an at-home packet does not replace a teacher. And so no. what we're doing is giving them one-on-one instruction. So whether it's one hour a day or two hours a day is what most of our families are doing. And they're receiving that one-on-one instruction. And then they're getting a report card on Fridays um, that you know explains everything that happened. What's happening on the parent side is they're actually getting their remote work done. And the corporations are happy because they're actually not hearing the kid go, mom, how do you spell dinosaur? And she's like, if I have to spell one more word, <laughs> teaching you to use Alexa now. But you know, that's the reality or the math problem. You know, we had one family that contacted us and Abby said, the math is just not working and they're in a great private school, but they went from having, you know, the regular class setting where the child could get help whenever he had a question to where it's a Zoom and he may or may not be able to get the help that he needed. And in this case, he, he needed more. And so we're supporting that and teaching all of the math. And so, it is, you know, we're all at a unique time, but I say it's an exciting time because if a business doesn't change during times like this, will they be around for that next road? And I think it's fun. And my team's excited and we're jumping into you know, just areas we never would have otherwise, um, you know, really gone to. I will, I absolutely love this. And this is exactly what I was kind of leaning towards because this home homeschooling has the homework aspect of being in school regularly has always been, um, a comedy uh, hour for me and my girlfriends because a lot of them are doing, you know, fourth grade math when they get home from a full day of work because they're helping their kid with their homework. Now they're working remotely trying to be productive and teaching school that they never actually wanted to do um, and having to learn all this. So I think having your service available so that parents can focus on what they do and the kids can get what they need is brilliant. And I do not see that going away. Do you? I don't. I think that this is something we will be offering for the long haul. I have been, you know, we built a unique model in that we don't just give a parent a teacher and expect for them to to oversee the teacher's teaching. Everyone needs to have someone in between. And so our model has been set up to last for the long haul. We have a relationship manager in place. And so, you know, every student has a teacher for that specific subject, but now the relationship manager is overseeing everything. And so if the parent ever has a question or has an issue, they can go to the relationship manager and make sure that everything gets addressed. And then if we need to do any transitions or switch or if something's not working or maybe there's an inattention piece, we can make that transition. And I think that relationship manager piece is something that will never go away for us. I love the fact that my parents can call and say, Sally seemed to have a really hard day. I think she needed more visuals. And instead of it being directly sent to a teacher, it's sent to the relationship manager who then makes sure that the teacher is fully equipped with everything to know, okay, Sally needs to get up and move. She needs more visuals. Here's five things that we can do. And it, I, you know, that piece is something that we love. It's the customer experience that you talk about so much and that we, you know, we're on here today for, but it's not, you know, I don't think that our model will, ch- I think we will continue to have families and we've already had most of our families that signed up for the first three weeks because we were all unsure of what was going to happen. And then of course, as soon as the, all got made that schools were ended for the school year, our families continued and signed up for the school year. And we're also getting families that are touching base about July now, which they're saying, you know, we're not sending our child to camp anymore. So we want to continue our current model because it's working for our family. And we know that there was a little bit of a regression whenever this first started. And so we want to keep this going. We will be, I will be surprised if there are many families who do not continue homeschooling even after this happens. 
you know, after the end of COVID-19. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely see there's probably going to be a wave of this. And then what I'm noticing in the consultations with my families is that um, if they've already taken on a full-time homeschooling role, and it's working for their families, then our real estate needs are changing and that we're not really that concerned about um, where the school is. Um, you know, in terms of school district, we're, we're focused on really um, what what home is going to be conducive to homeschooling, any activities that they're involved in and that kind of thing. So it's kind of an interesting dichotomy now uh, where it used to be yeah. all driven by where the school was and that's where we would buy the house around the school. And now it's really more about where's the education experience happening. And that's, that's now our new starting point. So I, I, I just love this. And I think just your pivoting and meeting the market where it is, is exactly where you need to be. And I think it's such a need. I mean, Thank God you're here in Atlanta, but can, I, I can't imagine how many other metro markets around the country could really use this um, in such a fantastic, I mean, I could see your, your growth going exponential um, with this because there's just not that many specialized uh, companies like yours around. Um, and, and speaking of, I was going to ask Ashley, you're still there, right? <laughs> I'm here, girls. I'm having the best time listening. Um, but what I what I want to talk about a little bit is about, you know, the experience when a family is relocating to the area and you talk about your corporate welcome boxes. Tell me a little bit about what your strategy is and, and what your service provides. So Southern Girl is all about promoting brands and artists that are in the South. Um, I've been in marketing and PR for about 25 years and decided to, I think pivot's our new favorite word right now, <laughs> but I decided right? to pivot about five years ago and say, you know, that's all great, but I really love that small business energy and vibe. And I love, I've never lived anywhere outside of the South. Um, and I, I want to use everything that I've learned and all that I do toward promoting um, businesses and brands and artists that are in the South. And so that's what I've been doing for the last five years. Now with corporate boxes, what that means is that companies would come to me and say, Hey, we want to give gifts to our employees, or we have an incentive trip coming up to somewhere fun and fabulous. And we want to um, give them things that are meaningful to either where we're going or where we are, or we want to send things to our clients as thank yous or to our big donors and sponsors that are uh, representative of our community. And so we'll look at where they are. If they're in Atlanta, then we'll try to find some really neat things that maybe they haven't seen before and connect them with brands and special things. Um, you know, maybe small pieces of art, something that they can eat, um, something for the home that is special and meaningful and not necessarily, not that there's anything wrong with logoed and branded things, but it's different from that, right? Like it's actual things mm -hmm. with stories and a little bit of soul, things that you would put out in the coffee table and your significant other wouldn't be like, why do we have that branded Southern girl <laughs> paperweight on the table? It would be something a little more meaningful that you maybe would have purchased for yourself if you'd seen it out. Um, and those kind of things I think that we need, the things that connect us with other people. Especially well, that's now, one right? of the reasons that we love using, you know, I, I'm so fortunate to have Ashley not only as a friend, but also in this space with the Southern Girl Box, we use them for our families when they're coming to Atlanta. Our process begins really at the airport. We want to make sure they touch down right. well. Typically, the corporations have 
um, and you know the companies that are relocating them provide car service. But the next point of contact is really for us to when they check into the hotel. We use our local companies like our toy store to make sure that there is a toy delivered for each child that's specific to their needs. And then from there, we have a Southern Girl box in play that can make sure that there's you know local jellies or I think my, one of my favorite things is um, some wine glasses that Ashley's was in one of Ashley's box and it was a hand painted wine glass and they are gorgeous. I wish I remembered the designer. We should give them a shout out. Um, the Melissa Payne Baker. Yep. I got Melissa you Payne Baker. They oh, are there you awesome. go. <laughs> but these are things that they want to hold on to in their items from the South and curated. That's part of that customer experience. When they come in, they need to feel that they are welcome to Atlanta, you know, really welcome. There's a magazine inside called Good Grit. And that's part of what we do. We don't want to just be the education expert. We want to welcome them to a place that we call home, into a community where they're introduced to our good friends, to my good friend, Ashley, to my friend, Jill, to my friend, Melissa, to these people in this box. And it just really kind of ties everything up with a pretty bow. Um, I love how, you know, just special these are. Well, that's what you've done so well from the beginning. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Jill. I think no, no. I think I love that because that that is really what we try to do when we're you know working with companies. Um, and really, it's the initial the the transferee themselves. We just try to get all the information we can from them about their family and surprise them with something in their Airbnb or at their hotel or maybe at the first meeting. We have something that will again emote that um, connection to Atlanta. Um, so. Uh, do you do um, any boxes that go outside of Atlanta? <laughs> Great question. I absolutely do. I have a subscription box for women of things that are made in the South. And so people subscribe to that and I send them everywhere. I've told Katie this, Jill, this is hilarious. When I started the business, I would have thought, you know what? I'm going to kill it in Georgia. I'm going to kill it in South Carolina. You know, these boxes are really good. They're going to go all over. I was absolutely stunned at how many I send. I call it abroad. That means anywhere outside of the South. Um, you know, I send them to California. I send them to Wisconsin. And I don't want to be nosy, but I am. So I'm always like, you know, I'm so excited to send this to you. I'm just so curious. Like, how did you connect with the South or with my brand? And it's so fun to hear the stories about, oh, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, but then I met right. a guy at college and we ended up, or I took my first job at a school in California or whatever. And the South is so much more than a place on the map. It's really, it's really just, it's, it's in your heart. I mean, a lot of people come on vacation. Maybe they went to Charleston for their first wedding anniversary or something like that. And then, you know, 20 years later, they just love anything that's got a palm tree on it. So we've had um, a lot of fun connecting with people all over and sharing the sophistication of things that come out of our geographical area. You know, we've got, we've got things that can compete globally with style. And I think that Part of my job is um, is to debunk that that sense that people have of maybe like everything's in a mason jar down here. You know, it's like okay, yeah, right. I can give you right. the mason jar if you want it. But when you're when Katie's uh, families come in from outside the South, we really want to hit them first with just like you're really going to love it here. You know, like we right. it is we can be as personal, Joel, as. Is like if we know Jill is coming in with her family, we know the ages of the kids or what have you, then we're going to make sure we know Jill loves her wine. Okay, great. Well, we're going to make sure that Jill's got <laughs> the wine glasses. Part of what we do, um, part of what we love to do is to really go that next level of being mm-hmm. personalized. 
um, to the extent that we can, that we have that information. And Katie's been a great partner with that. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. And it's I, I enjoy that level of customer service that we're able to provide, um, getting back to the customer experience, because you want people to come back. I mean, you want them to have that first initial box or that first initial you know, hug like Katie gave me all those years ago when I brought my daughter into her. But then you want to build that relationship so they think about you for holiday gifts or they think about you for their neighbor's birthday or what have you. And what I love about this is that it can be an implement, it can be implemented. So, uh, and on the sad day that I have clients that are relocating out of Atlanta for a job, um, we can have one of those boxes waiting for them at either their temporary spot or when they move into their new home and their new location. So I think it is a fantastic way to keep them connected to Atlanta or to the South and, and yet surprise them, you know, abroad, so to speak. That's right. Well, and so we think about that a lot, Jill, like for instance, if you have people that are moving away or can't, or Katie has families that graduate out of her, you know, needing her service, we want to make sure that something that we put in that box is going to hang around. And when they see it, they're going to remember you, right? Like it's, right. it's not going to be, I don't put anything in these boxes that, um, you know, I, everybody loves a good goodie bag, but as I get older, I'm just like, don't give me stuff. Right. I just want, I want nice things. I want things that serve a purpose around the house and that sort of thing. So we put a lot of thought into what could we put in Jill's box for her client that is going to, that every time they glance at it in the kitchen or family room or whatever, they're going to be like, Oh, that was so great. I mean, Jill gave us that. Remember how great it was that she helped us. Win? We want to continue to be, you know, to have that be your ambassador in their life. Right. So we put, we do put a lot of thought into whatever that might be. Actually, I know Jill and I know how stressful this time can be for families when they're coming, mm-hmm. you know, especially they're looking for homes when they're with Jill and with us, they're doing evaluations and testing or talking to a psychologist because you know, the admissions process in Atlanta is extremely competitive and that's not a fun time necessarily for kids or families. We wish everything were fun and sunshine, but at the same time, it's a stressful process. And so I think taking a step back, and I'm especially thinking about this so much with the virtual work, um, virtual learning and virtual work that we're all doing in remote work, is that we just need to have a little joy. And I think that's the extra addition. It's not just about, you know, the education process or the home search. It's about bringing joy back to people and helping them to really feel connected. So I, it is something that is special to me. When somebody is stressed, and I think stress naturally comes when you've got a child that needs an extra level of service until you feel like you've gotten in the groove. I mean, once you're with Katie, you're no longer stressed. But when you come in the door to her business, you're going to feel that agitation because you've probably been 10 other places. You probably had, you know, those awful conferences where they put every single teacher in the room and you're like, oh my God, the minute you walk in, you know, it's not going to be, Sally is doing so great. Um, And then Jill, when they come to you and they're like, you know, dad wants this in the house and the mom wants Mm -hmm. this in the house Mm -hmm. and the kids are just running everywhere. And it's like, you have to play kind of like marriage therapist and, um, and all the, all the, wear all the different hats and also find them the best house. Um, those are the times that I kind of I kind of think that like, if you can step back, like Katie said, and think about how you're going to sprinkle in a little joy, you are really going to set yourself apart from every other service provider that they are coming into contact with. Because, um, you know, it is, it is always appreciated, but no more so is that extra level of like, I got you, girl, or, you know, here, just because, 
here's a little Cersei, here's a little happy for no other reason other than sister looked like she needed it. You know what I mean? And that is right. really one of those things that that makes it deep into the brain and they don't forget that because it's like everything else is just swirling around them and chaotic and somebody came at me with a random act of kindness. Um, that is, you know, and that, and that speaks to, to being the type of person um, or the type of business person or the human that actually is listening, paying attention, seeing where your client or customer is at, and then being able to respond to it. So, you know, that is why it's very important for our group to partner with um, companies like Katie's um, and what I'm hearing like Ashley's because you are in response to what your customer needs. And the whole underlying um, idea of being able to deliver great service is to understand what the customer is experiencing. And I think you've done, you've both done an excellent job um, demonstrating how you can meet your client where they're at. And um, I really, really appreciate both of you taking the time um, to hop on a call and, and talk with me about this. Um, I think our listeners will really, really get a lot out of it. And um, what I'd love to do is get each of you to tell us where our listeners can find you uh, online. And let's start with Katie. Absolutely. You can go to our website. Of course, we're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, the whole shebang. But go to our website, www.aplusatl.com. So it's A plus and then ATL as in Atlanta.com. And from there, you can find a lot of our services, including our remote homeschooling service, our school search service, which Jill knows all too well. And, um, you know, there's the learning support options. But, you know, we look forward to speaking with you and to hopefully providing kind of the best customer experience possible. Excellent. Ashley? Yes. And so I, uh, I live in the world of Southern Girl, and it is spelled just like you say it. It's S like Sam, U-T-H-I-N. Southern, G-I-R-L, um, and you can do southerngirl.com. You can do at Southern Girl on Instagram. We have a lot of fun, and we're a great resource for people who are looking to shop the South, looking to connect with um, brands and artists from all over the South that are doing incredible things, and we offer corporate gift boxes. We offer welcome boxes. We have a subscription box. Uh, that comes out seasonally. That's a lot of fun. You should definitely send one to yourself because you deserve it. And uh, <laughs> we just have a, a lot of fun. We're just, you know, we're in a really happy place that um, that lifts other people up. And we do 20% back to nonprofit across all of our products uh, because we believe in the South, all our backyards touch. And we want to make sure that um, everybody helps everybody to be their best and to feel their best. Well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. And thank you, the listeners, for listening. I'm so proud to share this show with you as these stories prioritize the customer experience as a legitimate business strategy and reminding us that no matter the business you're in, the customer experience is always at the heart of the business. Thanks so much and have a great week. 